This is Pulse 95. You're listening to the Life Beats podcast. Life Beats, Life Beats. with Sally Musa only on Pulse 95. Brought to you by Albate Resort, a renovation of style in the heart of Sharjah. Assalamu alaikum, hadawalla, and welcome to Life Beats with me, Sally Musa. Tamayo's Excellence Award has just launched a new cycle of the Rifat Shaturji Prize, established in 2017 as part of the Tamayo's Excellence Award program of championing and celebrating the best of architecture worldwide. It's become the Middle East's most prestigious and sought-after architectural ideas competition. And this year, the prize has its sights set on Sharjah as the search is on for the winning design for the Burjil Museum of Modern Arab Art. In just a few moments, we're going to be joined by Ahmed Al-Malak, founding director of the Tamayus Excellence Award, and he's going to be giving us all the details. That's next on Live Beats on Pulse95. This is Pulse95. 95. 95. Keeping it local. Keeping it local. Life beats. Life beats with Sally Musa only on Pulse 95. 95. Now, the Rifad Shadurji Prize is a thematic international prize focusing on proposing designs responding to local challenges. It's a prize named in honor of the great Iraqi architect whose influence and importance goes far beyond the built work, Dr. Rifat Shadraji. And it aims to introduce local challenges to the world and invites architects to submit their ideas to establish an uncompromising open source of visions tackling social issues through design. And for the first time, the subject of a competition is outside of Iraq, responding to a different type of challenge right here in Sharjah. And I'm very pleased to welcome right now on the line, Ahmed Al-Malak, founding director of the Tameyuz Excellence Award, under which the Rifat Shadarji Prize falls under. Welcome, Ahmed. Good morning. Thank you for having me, Sally. It is really great to have you on the line. I know uh, you are with us live from the UK right now. It's very early where you are. Um, but this is uh, quite amazing, you know, and, and something for us to be uh, very proud of that uh, this prize is now coming to Sharjah uh, to, for a very special project, in fact. But for those who don't know about the Tameyuz Excellence Award, and the Rafat Shadjurji Prize. Tell us a bit more about it. Okay, sure. So, Tameyu's Excellence Award uh, was established in 2012, and it started as a small, uh, a little Iraqi prize open just for uh, recent graduates in Iraq. And in that year, it was uh, chaired by the late Zaha Hadid, and she was one of the main sponsors, among many other Iraqi sponsors. Fast forward seven years, and now it's one of the most prestigious awards, let's say, in, in the Middle East with uh, seven categories. Uh, some of the most important is the first woman in architecture and construction for the Near East and uh, uh, North Africa, the Middle Eastern Architectural Personality of the Year Award, and uh, five others. 
Um, all of them are trying to uh, champion the best of architecture in our region and around the world. Uh, Rufa Chadorchi is our uh, our uh, com- as a competition that we launched. We named it after Pachadorchi in 2017, and this time uh, we are really excited to uh, address a design challenge that is outside Iraq. Uh, it's it, it's different and it's different, and we're looking forward to uh, look to it and to the proposals we're going to see. It really is. I mean, you know, the, this whole conversation really revolves around the best of modern Arab art and architecture and, and kind of, you know, I, I'm ashamed to say that I myself have Iraqi heritage, but I did not know of the impact of Dr. Rifat Chadurji. I mean, the, uh, the, the amazing architect Robert Venturi said of him, let us architects acknowledge our problems and make art of them. Let us accept our fate and celebrate our art as beautifully as Rifat Chatterjee celebrated his. Now, just, you know, give us a little bit of an idea of the impact of this incredible architect. Well, this, this architect, Rifat Chatterjee, is is one of the is considered the second generation of uh, architects in Iraq who went uh, abroad and came back with uh, with with ideas of modernism and uh, and he is considered the, the a pioneer of regional modernism most of the modernism we had is international is and he's the pioneer of regionalism um, and uh, it's not only his architectural work that is uh, that's important and has an impact. It's actually his his thoughts, it's his writings. Rafat Chadurji is not only considered an important architect, he is a theorist, which not many of our architects are theorists, or even at the moment people with his caliber are theorists. And uh, like, for example, when he moved to Boston in, uh, in the 80s, uh, he started teaching philosophy in the School of Architecture. And then they asked him to move to the philosophy department because it was it was that important. Imagine people uh, out there appreciated Rufat that much. So um, if you look at his buildings in Iraq or even in the region, I think you have a number of them or a few of them in in, in the UAE too. You will see it's it's actually the the architecture of the place, which we don't have. Uh, many many modernists who worked with that style, and his work has inspired generations of young Arab and Iraqi architects to uh, to think that way. So I think his uh, his achievement has inspired us to uh, to continue and and to continue his legacy uh, and try and do it the same way he did it. Try and local uh, sorry try and address, address local challenges and try and uh, respond to them by design. That's absolutely amazing. And, uh, of course, as we said, that this prize has uh, existed since 2017 uh, when it was first launched. Talk to us about the, yes. the, the previous two um, cycles of the prize, the previous two editions of the prize, and uh, why they were selected, the winners were selected. Okay. So the, the first one in 2017, we launched it uh, February 2017, and it was in uh, and it was announced in on his 90th birthday. Uh, the the idea of it was uh, to, to to go to the biggest 
challenge that we have at the moment, and we chose a pending crisis, the Mosul housing. It's what the, the theme of it was rebuilding Iraq's liberated areas with a focus on Mosul housing. And in 2017, it was a pending humanitarian crisis because it, the city wasn't liberated yet. But we were saying you need to address this. You need to start talking about it because there will be 900,000 people coming back and you don't have a plan. And you and now it's two years after the, the liberation of Mosul and we still have the problem. So we wanted to start the conversation early, offer all the proposals, all the winners were published in a book and documented and given to the government and to the, what, to the authorities, hoping something will come out of it. The second year, we decided to go towards another uh, challenge we're having in Iraq and many countries, let's say, in, in our region, even sometimes in, in Europe, which is the architectural heritage that we have. And we're witnessing almost something almost close to systematic, uh, I don't want to, let's not say systematic, but let's say our, we're, we're, we're witnessing the, the, the you know, architectural heritage in Iraq, important buildings are being knocked out and replaced with low-scheme buildings, mm. low-quality buildings. And uh, it's, it's a cultural issue that we're having there. Uh, yes. Culture is under attack, let's say. So we chose the location in Baghdad, in the, old, in the heart of the city of Baghdad, and we asked architects to, to design uh, a building, uh, a design center in that, in that part of the city, that talks with the old buildings around it. So you can see that both of the subjects, the first two years were a bit intense. One is a humanitarian crisis. The second is probably a cultural crisis that we had in Iraq. And uh, the winners were selected by uh, an independent judging panel that, that Tameyus uh, uh, put together with um, Dr. Rasen Badran, the chairperson for both of the years. We had uh, the Dean of Architecture from Cambridge University and, and many, many uh, distinguished architects and academics on the panels. Um, the, the nice thing about doing those is, for example, the first year we launched it from Milano. So we, were, we, we had the chance to bridge culture, to show the people that what's going on in Mosul. We needed to talk about it, started a debate about design and about a crisis that nobody's talking about. And the second year, it was actually um, the competition that we launched was on a site that has been recently developed by the government. And, it's, and, and I say the government, let's say, it's by the responsible authorities and, and uh, Baghdad mayorality, mm. and if you look at the scheme that they proposed, no, the architectural community wasn't wasn't convinced with it because we can have so much better. And when we had the winner, you, it's for once you see the the winner endorsed by the stakeholders because it was so much better than the proposal that was put together by the authorities. So the, these things. Um, encourage stakeholder engagement, which is very important in architecture. You need to talk to the people who are going to see this building, who are going to live with, with these buildings. And um, that, these were the results, let's say, for now in, uh, for those two competitions. And of course, it ends with um, our annual ceremony where we bring everyone together 
And do we have talks and still discuss these issues? Ahmed, I love this uh, so much because, like you said, it is all about that cultural dialogue that happens that architecture can be at the center of where you're not just coming in and designing a building just, uh, you know, without as you say, speaking to the other buildings, speaking to the culture that it's going to be surrounded by, speaking to the stakeholders and bringing everybody together in that process. It is an incredible thing and it's a transformational thing. It's so important for our culture and I'm very excited about this particular prize. Stay with me on the line. We've got the half past news headlines, but coming up next, okay. Ahmed, uh, I want to talk about why you've taken the Rafat Chatterjee Architecture Prize out of Iraq and bringing it here to Sharjah. And it is for a very special reason. More to come on Life Beats right after this. This is Pulse 95. Is Pulse 95. Life beats. Life beats. With Sally Musa. Only on Pulse 95. Yes, welcome back to Life Beats right here on Pulse 95 Radio. And uh, we are speaking live on the line with Ahmed Al Malak. He's the founding director of the Tameyus Excellence Award, under which falls the Rifat Jadaji Prize for Architecture. And uh, Ahmed, it's very exciting because um, the this prize, for the first time, is going to be uh, looking at a special project right here yeah. in Sharjah in the UAE. Tell us about why Sharjah. Why Sharjah? That's a good one. Uh, we, we decided to go from the very intense subjects of uh, humanitarian crisis and cultural crisis, and we wanted to go to something that uh, has excitement in it. It has, it has something uh, that you study the history of the place, and, it was, and we couldn't find a better place to, to look at culture and history in the Gulf other than the Sharjah. You just go, and when we were trying to study the city, it's the city of culture, it's the city of tourism, it's the city of, the, of books, you know, all of these things, it just makes it the right place to go from, uh, from Baghdad to the next city, uh, a new and uh, next city in the Gulf. It was perfect. It was perfect. We we saw a neighborhood of museums, a street of museums. Uh, the uh, actually the approach that the city took was uh, was mature in, in an architecture. Uh, not counting the the glass towers <laughs> as as we have it everywhere, but uh, the, the the language of architecture there was uh, was well thought. So we thought it's. It's something that we can work with, and uh, let's make a design challenge out of it to get uh, some good results and uh, let the people from outside, because you'll see most of the participation will be from outside our region, so it's good to have them look at our culture and understand there is so much more uh, to what they see on the media, let's say. Yes. It feels so perfect because, um, you know, of course, Rafat Chatterjee is a legend when it comes to uh, Arab architecture and art. And the project that you uh, are, in fact, uh, calling for entries for here is none other than the Burjil 
art muse- museum for modern art here. So it just seems like the synergy is just perfect. It is, yeah. That's how it feels for us too. <laughs> it's uh, it's it's a good thing because if you look at the the, the Bajil Foundation, you will see it's a it's it's it, it has a collection of modern Arab art. It's from all over the the region, and uh, it's 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 actually what we're trying who we're trying to bring together in in a under one under the umbrella of architectural design. So. Having it in charge also adds more uh, more depth to to what we're looking for. Of course, uh, the uh, founder of yeah. the Barjil Art Foundation is none other than His Excellency Sultan Saud Al Qasimi, one of the most passionate collectors of Arab art in the world. Yes, yeah. <laughs> so it's it's that's that's another thing. It's uh, um, we want to show through this, you know, through doing Barjil Museum, that it is very important to have a foundation or, a, or, a, or an authority that gives you a design brief that appreciates an architecture, understands the culture, and respects it. So that is one of the things you will see different in this design museum, let's say the result in the end, because with Sultan as as a client and Barji, let's they they are having they're playing the role of the client. You will see their appreciation of culture will show or will reflect in the entries that are submitted. So this is also very important for us and was one of the reasons that uh, through our relation with uh, with uh, with Sultan and knowing him and knows how much he's into architecture too, not just uh, art, mm. uh, it encouraged us to go with this team. I think he's. Uh, I believe he's actually putting together a book about Arab architecture. Is he not? He he is putting a book about modernism in Sharjah, and I think it's in the next. I don't want to say when, but I, maybe I think it's in, like, in like next year. It's we're going to be. Uh, yeah, we're do, don't worry. We're going to get him into the studio and get him to tell us more about it because it's incredibly oh, exciting, you know, because, you know, this is a history uh, that needs to be, you know, collected and put together so that uh, you, we get a sense of what's come before, the incredible, incredible art and design that's come before. But what are you expecting, Ahmed, in terms of uh, the submissions for this particular uh, brief? What are we expecting in terms of numbers, or what we're expecting in terms of uh, participation? In terms of the proposal, or, or the project, the uh, proposal. Yeah. Yes, uh, we're expecting a, a, a diver- actually a diverse range of uh, proposals because the challenge is not as straightforward as as as, as you would imagine. Because many many participants will be from outside the UAE for a start, or even from outside. The Sharjah and from uh, from Europe mainly, uh, and it depends how much research they do. If if they haven't done proper research about the history of the city, the multi-layered history. This is very important. The multi-layered history of the Sharjah. It can end up with a past historical past building, and it's it's not going to be uh, something that reflects. The cultural identity of the city. So you would, we will receive those that will think everything that should be built in this region should be a dome and should be with certain styles. Should be they will look at 
um, skyscrapers, and they will think that's how it should look. So you will get all of these things. But what we are, what we think we will get, and we we made clear as a guideline in uh, in our uh, brief, uh, we asked the participants to consider the cultural identity. It has to be something suitable for the natural environment and especially the climate of the Sharjah. So in a way, it's, 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 it's a very interesting uh, challenge with having something similar to desert architecture. You don't want something that you need to worry about is sustainability. So these things, some people will focus on it. And plus, the multi-layered history of the city needs to be reflected. So... It, it, it will be it will be very diverse because it has a rich history. Uh, I can't actually pin it down to one or two because I think it will be very diverse. I hope it's going to be very diverse. It's going to be amazing to see what they come up with. The eligibility for this prize, uh, anybody, architects, students, engineers, designers are invited to participate. This is open worldwide, is it not? Yes, it is. It is open worldwide and it's open for anyone to participate, individuals or teams. We, the majority of participation comes for us uh, from firms mm. and plus universities who, like, for example, supervisors and academics lead their uh, students and go into, uh, uh, into the competition. So majority of it is going to be academic slash firms. And um, for the past few years, it's, we we had three three hundred twenty entries. So this gives you a very good uh, collection of uh, of entries. Twenty different ideas that will be shortlisted to the end, uh, the best twenty. So even if it's even if it's one winner, but you will have twenty ideas for um, for a museum in Sharjah, which usually you don't get when you ask one. Uh, one firm to design it for you. So it's, it's uh, e- even the impact of a competition will start a design debate about how should you design for the city. Exactly. Uh, it's amazing to see what is going to come. Uh, but tell us about uh, the the deadline for this, the deadline for entries. The deadline for entries is, uh, is the 1st of September. The 1st of September is the deadline for submitting uh, the entries. And we will announce the shortlist two weeks after the winners will be announced in uh, end of October. And hopefully December, we will hold our uh, annual award ceremony and uh, celebrate the winners. Amazing. We cannot wait. Uh, You've got all summer to think about it. Whoever wants to enter, they can do it. (laughs) If you want to be part of a team, I believe it's a maximum of four team members who can enter yeah. together as well. Um, this is just wonderful. And thank you so much for taking the time to talk to us about it. Just finally, uh, let's give out um, the website address that people can go to uh, to uh, to enter and to get more information. What would that be, Ahmed? That would be rufahchadurchi.com uh, or tamayuzaward.com. Uh, all the information will be there. And uh, thank you for having me with you and uh, for uh, introducing the award to your audience.
What an absolute pleasure. Thank you so much. And um, we're very excited. We're going to catch up with you um, after the competition ends, after you've got your shortlist and uh, at, <laughs> yeah. and seeing seeing uh, in, in, in the fall uh, what comes up in, in this in what comes up for you. So it's very, very exciting. Thank you so much. Thank you. Thank you very much. Thank you. More forward to our next goal. Yeah. Yes, we are. Yes, we are. More to come on Life Beats right after this. This is Pulse 95. Tune in live every weekday from 10 a.m.